Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Daily Time Ticket. Today is January 11th, 2022. Oh, stay there, you Today's guest, the one, the only, Brian Hawker. That's right. Today's guest is Brian Hawker. We've been on the podcast before. Tech guru extraordinaire. He taught me about Tinder. But today we talk about a little bit, a little something, a little something. I think, I think something cooler than Tinder. We talk about fucking skydiving, bro. And we talk about ghosts. And we talk about caving and exploring shit. And like honestly, just like having fun with life is what we talked about today. And he's I love talking to the guy. He's a genuinely good dude, super smart, knows what he's doing. He's got you know, he's got he's got he's got he's got what he's doing now. He's got it figured out and he knows what he wants to do, and that's fucking live it up. Live up the moment. I think we can all take something from we can we all take something away from that. Today's podcast is brought to you by Pocatello Station Square. Oh, Pocatello Station Square is like the spot to be. If you have a co-working idea, which is what Station Square is. Station Square is a place where you can come and you can hold meetings or events in one of their many designated offices. You can rent it out for the day, for the month even, and you don't have to pay that much money as if you were buying an actual office space. Lisa and John are awesome to work with also. Love love, love them and love this space. This is, a great, this is a great spot. And every Thursday, there's open mic night. <laughs> you want to come show off your musical talents? You want to come show off your comedic talents? Come on down to Pocatello Station Square. There's a, it's an old town Pocatello. And honestly, old town Pocatello is a fucking underrated, criminally underrated. I don't know why more people don't come out. This place is dope. Come on out. You might, you might learn something. You might find love. You never know. Anyway, <laughs> without further ado, today's guest, everybody give a warm round of applause. Give a big warm welcome to the one, the only, Brian. You know, you know what to do. You know what we're doing. You've done this before. Yeah. You got into skydiving. Look, first of all, ladies and gentlemen, Brian Hawker. How's it going? How are you, man? How, I'm good. Cold, cold as shit. <laughs> Fucking cold as fuck. How are you? How you? How you doing? It's been about a year yep. since you since you were last on, and uh, you've been in. You've been you've been adventuring, man. You've been like finding yourself. I feel. Yeah, definitely, definitely. That's kind of been the goal for the last couple of years. So, yeah. yeah. Well, 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 let's go into it. What uh, what have you been up to? What what's going on? Uh, I've gotten into skydiving recently. Yeah. Uh, within the last six months, I've been. How'd really you get into skydiving? What 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 what? You know what tickled you that made you want to go skydive? So, so my my uh, my best friend kind of surprised me with a weekend trip going and doing a tandem jump. And uh, he he didn't tell me anything. Just the the day of woke me up because we usually go out on Saturdays to go and do something. He just woke me up, took me up to Boise, and threw me out of a plane. And I was <laughs> I was hooked instantly. <laughs> it was like my biggest fear too before I did it. But you're scared of heights? Terrified. Yeah. Really? Yeah. 
And you just nutted up and fucking did it. Well, how, well, now you're like officially certified, right? So you can jump alone. Yeah, I have my A license. All right. What? How? What? What? Take? What goes into getting your license? So it's twenty five jumps through like either the accelerated free fall course or I did the static line course. Where's that at? Up in Boise and Caldwell. Oh shit! So you have to go up there and fucking just keep jumping out of planes. Yeah, yeah I was there every single weekend, starting like July fifteenth was my first jump that I did. Holy Watch. crap! Really? Yeah. Like one jump a day, or do you multiple jumps a day? The most I did in one day was six. Six jumps in one day. I mean, by the end of it, you've got to just be like, "Fuck!" <laughs> Here we go again. Jump out of this plane. It never gets old. It, but yeah, that sounds like one of those things that doesn't get old is fucking jumping out of a plane. Yeah. Oh man, just to, just what was what was your first jump like? You said you were scared, but what uh, was it? What was it like? What was the feeling? Uh, well, are you talking about my tandem jump or my first solo jump? Your first. Let's go first tandem jump. Well, I I didn't know until like a couple hours before we were supposed to jump. Yeah. And so it was uh, two hours of me accepting my death. <laughs> of course it is. And then like, uh, once we got there, like horror. Up until I saw my best friend jump and his girlfriend jump, and then after that, there's like this wave of like calm that went over me. Mm. Have no clue what caused it, and I was ready to climb on that plane and jumped out, and it was incredible. The whole entire experience, you cannot explain it to someone who hasn't done done it before. It is beyond human language. At that point, it's it's crazy. What, what like as soon as you jump off? Yeah, as soon as you jump, the feeling of free fall is absolutely wild. Is it anything like the dreams? You know when you dream that you're falling? <laughs> no, no. <clears throat> Especially when you're jumping out of an airplane, you don't get like that stomach drop feeling that a lot of people will get if they fall or trip or something. Yeah. Or on like a roller coaster. It's Let's bring that microphone close to your face. You don't mind. Like that. There you go. There, go. there it is. It's like Well, the plane is already flying at about eighty miles per hour when they drop you out, right? Yeah. So your momentum is carried through uh, from forward momentum to free fall. And so it's more of a curve. And so y you aren't actually gaining a ton of momentum. You're just transferring it. So you don't get the falling feeling that you'd typically get. Mm -hmm. That you would, that is like so strongly associated with all of your dreams when you fall down. Yeah, Dude, yeah. I've been on tall buildings before and then like just my nuts like go up into my stomach because <laughs> you're just terrified of like, of like, oh shit, if I fall from here, I'm dead. I'll just go splat and then just, it's over. Yeah. You, you didn't get, you, I mean, while you're free falling though, what, like, what are you thinking? I know the first time you're probably like, oh my God, holy shit. But then after a while you can kind of, you know, actually enjoy the moment. But the first one's got to be just hectic. So for about your first 10 that you do, mm -hmm. you don't remember the first five seconds. You don't like, you remember staring down and then you don't remember the five seconds after you leave the plane. And then your consciousness starts seeping back in and you can remember things. It takes quite a few jumps for a majority of skydivers to actually remember hearing the wind as they're in free fall, believe it or not. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It takes, it takes a bit for you to start remembering that. Um, I, I remember the first time I jumped with music, uh, I was, I was still like pretty, pretty late into the student status. Yeah. I thought I'd, 
didn't ever unpause the music because I just didn't remember it until like I was under under the canopy mm-hmm. and the next song started. Completely threw me off. It was it's unbelievable how how much your primordial senses kind of take over to keep yeah. you alive because you're taking six million years of evolution and tossing <laughs> so, it out the window yeah, yeah. chugging it out the window <laughs> your brain doesn't know what's going on your yeah. brain is your brain is probably terrified uh, <laughs> six million years of evolution to keep you from doing what you're doing in that very moment which yeah. is falling off of high things our ancestors stayed away from cliffs yeah, exactly. <laughs> and exactly. and tall trees you know we didn't jump <laughs> off of them yeah yeah and, damn and so yeah it's it it takes a bit but now it, I've, I've just started uh i'm I'm now on jump 67 that's the last one i did jump 67 yeah holy shit two more two you more the, you hit the fabled number <laughs> you, you hit the you hit the meme number we're the joke to, number we have to party on that one yeah, yeah heck yeah, that's, yeah that's one so can you so do you do you you can take people up now is no. that is that what getting licensed is you have to no? have a minimum of 500 jumps before you can do oh, a tandem 500 jump. jumps mm-hmm. damn damn yeah. Holy shit. That's a that's a realistically how how long does it would that take to get? Um so my two instructors that taught me, uh one of them has been in the sport for about 5 years and the other one uh was able to get there. One was in the sport for 5 years and got his tandem uh rating recently. Mm-hmm. The other one was in it for 2 years before he he was able to get it. Really? Yeah. And so it's a matter of how much money you're you're willing to toss into a dumpster fire before you get the mm-hmm. results in a yeah. way <laughs> yeah yeah huh. how much are you willing to throw into a dumpster fire I, I i there's been a couple of times where i've like been staring at my couch and i'm like man how many people sit on that per month like do i really need that sitting <laughs> yeah. in here? <laughs> you're willing to part with furniture now <laughs> yeah yeah no there's a there it's it's worth every every penny. I I really think that every single person should at least try it once. I it's it's one of those things I really want to do, uh, but it just it's it's terrifying. It's 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 a very scary feeling to jump out of a fucking plane, you know, and then just trust the guy on your back that he's gonna know what he's doing. And it's it's also impossible to convince someone to do it who hasn't done it before because mm-hmm. how 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 would you even go about convincing someone to do that in everyday conversation it's a hard topic to bring up for sure yeah yeah well that that as well but but there's there's a there's limited words you can kind of string together to show someone that it's going to be worth it and safe and like they're they're going to really enjoy it and that's that's kind of hard to how many people die a year uh skydiving do you know if you if you go and google it right now It'll probably come up with 13 per year, which, correct me if I'm wrong on that, but I'm sure it's going to come up with somewhere around 13 per year. Skydiving. I second typing. Sky diving. All right. Let's see here. 13, not by like 50. 11 fatalities in 2020. There is one fatality every 254,545 skydives. Not too bad. But the thing is, Base jumps are also included in that number. Oh, base jumps are probably a little more terrifying because you have less time to like set your parachute out. Yeah. So a majority of uh, fatalities from skydiving, they're going to come from people who are uh, trying things that they really shouldn't be doing under a canopy. They're going to be coming from people who are doing base jumping. There's there's been a very few 
people who have ever died from tandem jumps. Actual tandem jumps? Mm -hmm. That's probably the safest one because those are like the guys that are like, all right, this is just an experience with this person. I want to be safe, as safe as possible. With yeah. Jump, he, he has over 5,000 jumps at this point. Damn. He's a tandem instructor there. And yeah, you're getting someone who, uh, he just wants to go home and watch Netflix afterwards. So. Yeah, he's like, that. I just do this for the money, man. Yeah. I did, I'm just trying to get these people out of here. It's safe and sound and in one piece. Have you done those, <clears throat> those like, uh, it's like a tube, and it's just, there's air coming up, and then they, oh, they throw you yeah, in there. Yeah, the, you seen those? Yeah, the air tunnels. I wonder how, how like, similar it is to uh, the feeling of actually jumping out of a plane. You know... I, I was I was able to I got about ten minutes in it while I was doing through my my initial course, and it's it's similar, but it's not like exact. It, to me, it felt like the air was a lot more harsh, and I don't know exactly how to uh, put this in a good way. But uh, for people who are doing tunnel time all the time mm -hmm. their their helmets that they wear and though they they'll start to abrade and paint will start flaking off but you won't see that nearly as much if uh for for skydiving helmets like it's it's occasional like things will wear down but the air seems more abrasive in in those tunnels and it's a lot more smooth as well so uh when you're when you're actually in free fall there's going to be high, high pressure and low pressure zones and you're going to be you're going to be able to control uh your body quite a lot easier because you're not confined to this certain space yeah. but <clears throat> the the there's it's it's just really to me it does not compare at all it's like uh i'm, I'm trying to find something like natural when you do have like an artificial sweetener to it so you have like a regular watermelon but to versus tasting like watermelon candy. Yeah, yeah. You're like, yeah, it tastes like it. Coke like, or it's, Diet Coke. It's not the same. It's not the it's not it's not it's not the original taste that I that I have that I'm that I'm like wanting. Yeah. You ever see like birds up there? I'd be terrified that you would like hit a fucking bird. <laughs> oh my my buddy Mark has a video of him punching a hawk in midair. Really? He was under his canopy. What? I like I was at his place. We were just jumping all day. He's playing like the highlight reels of his whole career and everything. Mm -hmm. Little CrossFit could not believe it when I'm watching this video of him and he's like, "Get over here, little birdie!" and then punches it straight. Punches out of the a air. hawk, just a hawk. Uh huh. Holy shit! While while into a canopy, couldn't believe that. There was no way I, in a million years I could ever like read. Redo redo that. Can you imagine just how terrifying that was for the hawk? I, like the next day for him, or oh like shit, when he goes revolving. when he goes home to like his hawk wife or something, <laughs> and he's like, "Honey, you're not going to believe the day I had today. Got punched in the face, in the beak, by by a human." <laughs> Damn. So what 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 are your plans? Do you have more plans with it? Do you get you want to do more? Do you want to get like, expand into it? Do you want to grow more into it? I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know what I'm wanting to really do with it right now. I'm planning on doing a trip, just like. Traveling across the United States here uh, this year. and Oh, uh, shit, really? Hitting a where bunch at? of drop well, zones. Where are you starting to where are you going? I was going to go up to, uh, like, Seattle, Washington. Mm -hmm. They have a drop zone up there. And then I was going to go clear down to Zephyr Hills in Florida because I have, that's like the Damn, so you're out. going, like, yeah. fucking peak to peak there. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, I'm going to try to do a couple jumps at each drop zone. Driving the entire way? Mm-hmm. 
Ooh, taking your old car? Yeah, yeah. Damn. What what is what is a time length for that? Uh I looked it up at something around like thirty eight to forty two hours for the whole drive. Really? Yeah. That's not too bad of a drive not then. Too bad. Yeah. That's, that's nothing. I've done the drive to Florida and back several times since my family lives out down there. Oh, so. you did. You, I yeah. remember you saying something like that. Man, a, cr- a drive across the entire United States. You know, you always hear about that. You always hear about people planning cro- cross-country road trips, and they always sound fucking awesome. And there's even, like, maps that people have made that, like, those are the spots you have to hit. How many drop zones are there that you plan to go to? Oh, there's a, there's a couple routes I want to take, but I could hit up, like, 50 of them. Oh, damn. Yeah. Yeah. Something around there. One every single state? A few every single state. So, like, where would you go? Would you go down through, like, go hit the California coast and then hit the southern southern border, go through it, or just fucking straight across as as the crow flies, try to to do that, go the northern borders? I was thinking going... Yeah, down down south through the Utah route, mm-hmm. and then I was wanting to go to uh, a drop zone in Lompoc, California, skydive Santa Barbara, because no. that's where uh, a couple of my friends are from. That's cool. And I was wanting to cut across through Texas because I got like a bunch of drop zones there, and uh, eventually end up in Florida. Would you go through all of Texas? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. all the all the good drop zones are kind of in the center there. So, oh, really? Yeah, you gotta be careful in Texas, man. A lot yeah. of pigs, a lot of pigs in Texas, from what I've heard. Yeah, yeah, like because you're driving on such deserted, like not deserted highways, but like <laughs> there's there's pretty long stretches of road where you're not going to see anything, and like pigs fucking are all over those fucking roads, and people hit them all the time. They're like deer, right? That's a little worse than deer, I think. Yeah, probably a little bit worse yeah. than deer. <laughs> but that's awesome, dude. That's badass. How'd you come up? What made you want to do that? I just love the sport. That's I'm really sure you just fell in love with I'm, it. I am deeply in love with it. I've I have uh, put way too much money into it in the last year. <laughs> <laughs> that I think that means it's worth it, though. Like if you once you find something that you don't really like, mind spending money on, that's when it's like, oh shit, I found something that I really really like. Yeah, and you know the thing is, when it comes to extreme sports, uh, to me. There's a there's a massive draw to it. The reason I'm like a caver and I've done, I, I do like slack lining and rock climbing and rope jumping and all that stuff. The the biggest draw is you, to me at least, you have such so many ch- times that you can mess up in the world and you can you can always recover. Like there's there's always the chance for recovery. And to me, reality kind of gets boring quite a bit. Like there's there's a mundane schedule that everyone kind of falls in after a while and to be able to go out and do something like skydiving where any mistake is your life it, it really adds quite a bit to my life it's almost therapeutic in a way mm-hmm. because it, it kind of shows you that you can do things that people don't think that they are able to do and you can really push push your limits in more ways than one mm-hmm. and uh so to me, I've had so many realizations under under the canopy after after flying around for a while, because you get a little time if you if you pitch high enough. That uh, it's really made it worth it. Like there's it's it's been more therapy to me than any therapy could possibly be. Was it? Do you almost enter some type of weird Zen state when while you're in the air and you're just you you can think you well you're seeing this crazy fucking 
view, right? That humans were probably never meant to see. And everything just looks so tiny. And then when you're you're, dro- you're dropping down and things are starting to get closer and closer. And then you, you obviously, you know what you're doing. But, like, you're not freaking out. And you're just, you're literally flying. Yeah. Is what you're doing. And it doesn't feel like you're in free fall. You're so high up off the ground that it it doesn't register in your brain that you're actually falling. It feels like you're floating. Yeah, it's badass. <laughs> it yeah. sounds fucking awesome. Yeah, it's... Uh, I don't know. I, I recently I've been kicking into just the state of like, I guess I get to have a little fun. It's my playground now. So I mm-hmm. get to do front flips and back flips and barrel rolls and just ragged all myself. Oh, air really? If I want to. That's awesome. Yeah. That's badass. Yeah, Fuck it's, yeah. It's great. We do. Uh, I have a bunch of friends up there that drop. So, and that's another thing with, with skydiving is the community. Everyone has to be a little fucked up in order to become a licensed skydiver. Mm-hmm. So, you just get this island of misfits that you get to you get to join and they they welcome you they they love anyone who's interested in the mm-hmm. sport and all of them are such cool guys just a community yeah it's like being part of a community well i i i think there's there's a lot of things like that like just finding people need to find communities cuz there's a lot of people that they get into things and uh it's sometimes not even actually what they're doing or what they want to get into it's like the people around them that really solidified it that they were like man i think i just i think people just need friends sometimes you know yeah and you're like and then if you're doing something awesome and you're doing something badass where you're like holy shit it bring it, that's a bonding experience like that's definitely a bonding experience for just your brains i bet you there's some type of crazy fucking endorphin dump from jumping out of a plane and then landing and then you see your friend that did it too and you're like dude Holy shit! Did you fucking feel that? Did you you know? It's it's yeah. it's it's a shared moment of insanity. Or you're jumping with them, and you're able to jump out of the plane with them, and link up with them, and do Fruit Loops and all these different Fruit tricks loops? you can do in there. It's when what you go and you're holding on to someone, and then they they go foot down, which accelerates them, and then they can flip you over them. Oh, that's bad. That's fucking cool, dude. <laughs> I have, I have yet to try it, but. It's on my goal this year to do something called a Mr. Bill. Mr. Bill. And it's when you jump out of a plane with someone and they're holding onto your rig, your your whole skydiving rig. Mm-hmm. And the second you jump out of the plane, you pitch so that you get the canopy above you as fast as possible. And that person is still hanging on to you after that is the goal. And so they can eventually let go and do basically a second free fall. What? Yeah. You're, you're flying around with them attached to you yeah. or uh, like holding on to you. And then when they, their arms get tired or they want to finally let go or something, then they, they can let go. And it's, I think it's really cool. I've been huh. looking forward to doing something like that for a while. I think that's one of those things where I need a video medium. <laughs> you know, I need an image to see what, yeah. to, to I mean, really also, see what like, it's like. You can Google it. There's videos everywhere on it. Let me see. Let me see if I can find this. What would you say? It's called the Mr. Bill Skydive. Mr. Bill Skydive. <laughs> Skydive gone wrong. <laughs> Let's see here. Perfect. Mr. Perfect. Oh, man. God damn it. Fucking ads. I don't have an ad blogger. I like how they, they use fucking, like, the scariest font possible for this. Let's just skip ahead a little bit here. Well, 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 well. Oh, okay. I see. So he's holding on. So that dude immediately lets out his parachute. Yep. Okay. 
And that dude's just fucking holding on. <laughs> so do you buy your own gear now? Yeah. You yeah, have your yeah. own you have your own shit? How much does a parachute cost? So I actually had bought two of them. I just sold one, but my first one I bought for like twelve hundred bucks. But it was a pretty old rig. My mm-hmm. my new rig I got, uh, I paid three and a half grand for it. It's worth it. Oh, oh, having do a you rig fly that, better. Yeah, having a rig that actually fits you and like, oh, a canopy that, like I love my canopy. It it flies so well and it's so much fun to mm-hmm. to fly too. So, it really makes a difference. The, the, the depending on which canopy that you actually are flying to. Yeah, crazy difference. What else do you have to? To like buy gear wise. So for the main skydiving rig, you have the container, which is what holds the two parachutes. You have the reserve parachute and the main parachute. And then those are like put into this thing called a, the actual canopies are put into these things called D bags, which hold them. And you got like a pilot chute for the main, which is what you pitch. And uh, the uh, reserve has this thing attached to it called an AAD which is an automatic activation device. And basically all that's for is if you don't pitch at 1,275 feet or 1,250 feet, it automatically deploys the reserve. How does it know? Uh, it has a little altimeter in it. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, and then I, of course, I wear, and everyone who has, I believe it's under uh, 200 jumps, but you might not, I might not be correct on that. But everyone under a certain amount of jumps has to wear a helmet. And so I have my uh, close face helmet, and I also have my altimeter, and that's that's it. That's all you need. Would you ever want to do it without a helmet, though? I feel like it's just asking for trouble. It's not too bad. If no? You're, if you're just wearing goggles, it's not too bad. Even if you don't wear goggles. Do you have to wear hearing protection? Uh, it's probably better if, if I started wearing that. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> plane's loud. The, the wind's loud. But I, so I'll just wear earbuds nowadays. For me, it's the wind. The wind, I feel like, would just be fucking loud as shit. It's it's not too bad. It's pretty loud. Like I said, you wouldn't you wouldn't even remember it if you did a tandem jump. So I think I'd pass out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I feel like that's a that's a common thing. No, no, that's not. No, people don't pass out. People don't pass out, and people don't. Once they're on that plane, they don't they don't like stop. They they do it. So they've only had two people, I believe, in up at. Sky down, skydiving, and Caldwell. I think they've only had two people who have backed out at the last second in their entire time they've been open. We're not fucking. Do- I'm not fucking doing it. Can you imagine? Why would you go up into the plane? You know, you're already in the air. Why would you like not do it? You know, that's just that. That would be a total because they have to charge you. <laughs> you went up in the air. Might as well fucking get your experience out of it. Yeah, not to mention you're attached to someone. They want to jump out anyways. So yeah. Oh, man, them. that probably sucks for the dude, the dude that's there. And he's like, <laughs> God damn it. I didn't get to jump. I mean, this fucking person didn't want to jump out of the plane. Well, not only are you a sky, now a skydiving, you know, extraordinaire, uh, you're caving, right? Yeah, you still, yeah. how's, how's caving going? What have you been up to in the caving world? In the, I know you said you had some discoveries. We So me and my... My buddy, we were the ones that go caving together all the time. His name is Zach. Uh, we've been able to uh, completely put three new caves on on the map that were completely undiscovered before. <laughs> we were able to map those two, and we got to name them as well, which is I thought was cool. Really? But, yeah. How big are they? How big are the caves? So one of them is 
it's kind of an interesting formed lava tube. It's got uh, six different passages that you go mm-hmm. down, and they all add up to around about 500 to 600 meters in length. Oh, wow. Damn. Yeah. Which they're they're pretty. It's a pretty big cave. We also found one called that we named Widowmaker because it is a massive den for black widows, and also oh it is no, horrifying to go through the cave. We still have not explored the entirety of it. Cause no, it's, it's just it's quite dangerous to. Oh, fuck. Oh no. So when you're out, because you you do it out like in the desert, right? Or you go around, you you explore Idaho. Yeah, yeah. So what do you how how would you say like how true it is that people have like buried gold out there? Would you th- would you think you think people have actually done that? Because you always hear stories of people that were like, yeah, you know, there's these bank robbers, and then they found a cave out there, and then they they put all their money in that cave. And it's like, you can get lost for days out there, probably out in the lavas, trying to find all types of shit out there. Yeah, you'd be surprised how easy it is to get lost out there. There's been several times where I've kind of put away my GPS because I thought I was in the right direction. And then the, I end up two miles in the opposite direction instead. It is, It blows my mind every time. Really? Yeah, because you think a flat, like, desert, you wouldn't be able to get lost. But, of course, you got little lava hills that kind of obscure your vision mm-hmm. going out further, and you got just repeat same terrain over and over again. And it's, it's super easy to get yourself turned around out there. What are some of your favorite caves you've been to? Oh, there's one cave that I absolutely love, uh, called Sullivan's. And it is a barometric, like, so the cave stays the same temperature year round, about 65 degrees, even in the dead of winter, negative two outside. I went in there still 65 degrees and the way it works is it's got this little tiny mouth on the on, on the entrance of it and the entire year the pressure on the inside is trying to balance with the pressure on the outside mm-hmm. and so it's blowing and sucking air through that hole year round it's own ac system mm-hmm. yeah pretty much and so it's able to it balances out to about the average temperature throughout the entire year and since it gets up into the 120 degrees plus in the desert it really it's, it's a little warmer than most caves out there. Mm-hmm. But uh, I have another cave uh, that I absolutely love called Liar's Cave. It's like an abandoned tourist attraction. And so there's these these old buildings inside of it that have that, that the, the people who owned it put in there for like tourists to go and look at these ice formations. And Whoa. There's, there's this whole path and the whole entrance has been blocked off with this huge like four inch thick steel gate that there's no possible way of getting through so you have to repel into it from the top and uh damn it's it's crazy because the the original owner he blew out the entire passage going down to the like normal original cave mm-hmm. using dynamite and a remote controlled uh excavator whoa Dude, really eccentric he was actually uh the guy who took the astronauts out there to train on creatures of the moon oh which wasn't actually on Craters of the Moon. It was on a different lava flow called the Wapai Lava Flow. Where's that one at? Is it near the Craters of the Moon? Yeah, it's about 10 miles, I'd say, uh, east, southeast. So closer to, like, Arcomaki? Oh, no, opposite direction then, if that's the case. Oh, It's it's over closer to American Falls. Oh, okay. American Falls? Yeah. I'm trying to think. American Falls? That's just 20 minutes outside of Pocatello, like... Going, going 
going to Twin Falls. Oh. I think it's something else then. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's something completely different then. Wow. Well, dude, you get into you get you're getting into some cool stuff, man. Yeah. yeah. We we also found a ten thousand year old bison osidentalis, which we actually found out let me correct this, was a bison antiquus that was frozen in ice in a cave. I saw that. I saw that. Yeah, I saw that picture. I remember you posted that. That shit was fucking sick, dude. I didn't get a great look at it. Do you have a, do you have a picture yeah, of yeah, it? I got it right here. I can get pulled up really quick. When you ran into it, it freak you out? No, when uh, when we because we were out looking for these these types of skulls for a little while beforehand. Why were you looking for skulls? These the bison skulls, um, just because. It's cool. They, there's not bison <laughs> around here anymore. We love old stuff like that. And so uh, we were chasing this one cave lead that we had found and uh, went into it. And as we were walking along, we encountered the skull with, like, it's so like just a small portion of it yeah. sticking out of the ice. And uh, several bison. I need to pay attention to my recording, man. I don't know. Where it stopped. But you found a bison, all right? Yeah. Long story short, Brian found a bison, sent it to Arizona, and then has got his name on it on the exhibit. That fuck, man. I'm I want some I want something of mine in a fucking museum. You know? That's yeah. badass. It's cool. Well, you, you know from what you what you're saying, I want to go back to skydiving. Have you seen those crazy fucks that have like the squirrel suits? Yeah, I have. Would you ever want to do that? Two hundred jumps and doing it. Really? Yeah. Where can you do that? Can you do that around here? Uh, yeah, I mean, any drop zone you can. You can do, do a squirrel that. suit. Yeah, dude, I have an airplane. Yeah, <coughs> there was a, there was a. I don't know when it was. Actually, I don't even think it was around here. But when I was a kid, I was uh, watching. I, I used to love watching like fucked up videos. One of my favorite things to Same. do. Love doing it. And then there's one. There's this dude, and he's gonna fly underneath the bridge. It's it. <laughs> yeah, it's the fucking that. bridge, yeah. dude. <laughs> oh man, you just hear him splat. It's videos like that that terrified me of, you know, anything flying out of the air. <laughs> That's the reason people die doing that. They're pushing their luck with it. They do dumbass fucking things, man. Exactly. But, I mean, that's what it means to be human, is to push it. To push it to the point where it's stupid. And if you die doing that, like, is it really that tragic? You die doing what you love? You probably die pretty fast. Yeah, it's not. You didn't die. You didn't go out. In a miserable way, like you didn't die from cancer or something like that. You died doing what you love, and that's true. That's the that's the best way to live. I mean, that's the goal. I would much rather die doing something. While I was like, watch this. Either this is gonna be awesome, or I might fucking die. I just hope I don't like. I don't want to suffer. You know. Yeah. Suffering. Suffering is a terrifying thought. I went to. A, I went near old. I went near an old folks' home, and I saw a dude. I saw the. I saw they were like playing card games, and I was like, dude, I don't. I don't do want that. that. I don't want to. I don't want that when I'm older. That's that's that 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 doesn't look, like doesn't look fun. I saw this old guy and he was just sitting on it like a like a lazy boy and he was just staring, just looking forward. Just I was like, there's probably nothing going on in that head. This probably just static. He's probably clocked out, fucking ten years ago, and he's just his body's just there. And I don't know where I'm going with this, but. Long story short, you should do things in life that fucking give you that thrill, that yeah. give you that that like excitement. 
What else? What else is giving you? Is there anything on the horizon that gives you that excitement that makes you want to do and and go out and fucking be Brian Hawker? You know, I'm gonna be getting. I'm hoping I can get to jump 200 here within the next this year, because if I can, I'm wanting to really get into base jumping. Base jumping. Mm-hmm. Twin Falls. Yep. Or you know wherever I can do it. Wherever you can do yeah. it. Yeah. I know that the uh, what, what, were the, what were those guys named Nitro Circus. I remember seeing Nitro Circus and they base jumped in Twin Falls. Yeah, and yeah. it's it it looks that oh, goddamn dude. You gotta, I think you gotta be fucking skillful to do that because I mean, how hard is it to realize as soon as you jump off to be like, all right, I need to get my body to do this because if not, you just like you seen videos of people falling and <laughs> it's just their body flailing in the air. That must be was that the, what was the hardest part? What was the hardest part about like starting to sky to to dive skydive? Exactly that. Was it just that? Yeah, trying to get my body to actually remain stable. Mm-hmm. You get you get so tensed up doing it, and you just need to relax. And the hardest part is like relaxing when your brain is freaking out. Yeah, and I so, imagine getting to that point where I was able to stabilize myself and keep myself from spinning out of control. Uh, that's that's the whole reason I went to. Uh, so what, what do you do? Like, how do you, how, how did you like manage to get it under control? It just kind of clicked. I was yeah, doing one day. It was like, Oh shit, I've been I, doing this wrong the entire time. I kid you not. Like it just kind of clicked for me. One jump. I was like really tensing up and I was doing this thing called potato chipping when you're rocking back and forth mm-hmm. because the air is catching you and throwing you off. And I did one jump where I was doing, I was practicing front flips and back flips. And it just kind of clicked on one of those when I stabilized coming out of the front flip. Yeah. And I was like, oh, whoa, that's that's how you do it. That's how you, that's how you actually, that's how you can effectively skydive without looking like an idiot. So that's <laughs> just why I started fucking doing. flailing. Ah! Yeah. Just like fucking uh, like a stick going down. Like when you throw a stick, that's what, that's what some people look like. It's just like tumbling through the air and it fucking splats. Yeah, a, a lot of people. <clears throat> And it's it's hilarious now seeing uh, new students come in uh, that are getting into skydiving because every single time they're they start kicking like they're trying to swim up to the plane once they jump out. <laughs> swim up to the plane? Yeah, they're, they're kicking terrified. their legs like they're trying to walk on the invisible stairs. It's I it's mean your 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 body's trying to do things that it knows works. Yeah. Right? So once once it realizes it's not in water, <laughs> but it just keeps <laughs> kicking. Yeah. Or that there's nothing underneath that's gonna be able to ga- catch all those. Yeah, because I imagine like I'm mean, some of them are probably trying to grab at shit that's not there. Yeah, you'll just see a lot of them like ball up like into the fetal position, but they're trying to pull themselves out of it so they can get into the free fall position, and they put their arms above their head and they just start kicking, like they're trying to run away from something. <laughs> Yeah, they're running away from the fear. That's what they're running away from, man. <laughs> it's a terrifying ordeal. If you, I mean, yeah, we said we touched on it earlier, but if you break it down, if you really break it down, how insane is it that you they've made this machine that will ba- just off off a fucking engine that has a propeller will drive fast enough where it can get up into the air and it will keep flying get up to a certain altitude and then you crazy fucks decide i'm gonna jump out of that with a parachute made out of plastic or whatever the fuck it's made out of and then just free fall 
I mean, if you just if like if you break it down in your head, that's a lot. <laughs> you know, that's a lot. It really does blow my mind that <clears> I managed to score being born in this type of time period where I can literally just go out, drop twenty five bucks on the table, and be able to jump out of a plane. Yeah, it's insane to me. How do you think somebody like if you were to go grab somebody from like before they had airplanes, and then you 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 put him. In just like whatever airplane you jump out of, and you're like, "All right, check this out. I'm gonna throw you out of this." You ever seen someone have a heart attack? <laughs> That's probably what it would be, man. <laughs> We've just become so accustomed to like crazy shit happening around us. Yeah, that like jumping out of a plane isn't really that you know crazy anymore. And that's the craziest part is how how quickly I've kind of become numb to it. Where the butterflies as I'm flying up don't really exist anymore. I get nervous just before the door opens, but the second I step out, it's a wash of calm. See, this is the this is the line of think that happens where those 11 people <laughs> that died yeah, in 2020, yeah. they had that exact same thing. No, They're like, dude, I need that rush, man. The difference is I'm too terrified. I'm, I'm not, I'm not afraid of, <laughs> so you don't want afraid to. of like, dying from skydiving. I'm afraid of surviving. Oh, oh yeah, dude. Have you okay? Do you know? So this says probably would have guessed it. The great artist Leonardo da Vinci was also credited with inventing skydiving. Did not know that. Well, he was known for impeccable attention to detail. He was also a curious scientist and credited with creating the was someone trying to jump off the Eiffel Tower. The first recorded use of a parachute was someone trying to jump off the Eiffel. Yeah, Tower. the French. The French are probably that. I, I I can see the French doing that one. Should just be like. Let's, let's get let's see that fucking big ass tower we have. Yeah. Why not? Let's do it. What was I gonna say? What were, what were we talking about? What the fuck were we talking about? Oh, God damn it! I was gonna bring something up. Ah, damn it! Hate the when fact that, happens. that I, I I became I'm becoming a little <clears throat> what's the word? More I'm a little too relaxed about it. Is that what you're talking about? Uh, popping when I'm recording. Something's going on. All right. I'm just not gonna touch it. That's hopefully hopefully that fixes it. No, we were we were talking about something else, but for the life of me, I can't remember what the fuck it was. God, I was gonna bring something up. We were talking about sky. We were talking about who invented the first skydiving. I don't know. Another thing that's pretty crazy. Oh yeah, do you have to fucking like? Fold up your parachute. Yeah, I know how to. Is it hard? Is it because like it's hard? I hate folding up a tent. Well, I mean, <laughs> you know, yeah. you're trying to convince a piece of fabric the size of a like medium sized New York apartment to become a compact bag of cocaine into a backpack for yeah. the next ten minutes. So it's kind of. Is it awful? Is it a lot of folding and a lot of pressing? Yeah, it takes me about fifteen minutes now to. Packard rig, and it takes me about seven minutes to use it. <laughs> <gasps> worth it. <laughs> it's yeah. one of those things you're like, dude, it's worth it. it and is. you're probably getting faster at it. Oh, I am. There's a there's a couple guys there that I'm not too quite I'm not quite sure if they're not on drugs because of how quick they can throw that oh, thing in there. Yeah, and it's kind of terrifying too because you're like, did you make sure you like actually looked at that before you, as you're packing it? Because like, no, that's fine. You do these little simple mistakes that can really screw you over. I don't. See, I don't. I wouldn't trust myself, man. Like, if I had to look after my own gear for skydiving, I couldn't do it because I, I I know myself too well, and I would I would fuck up. 
I'd fuck something up. I know I would. That was my fear. It was taking me like 30 minutes to pack my rig before I really was getting He's into double it. checking, triple yeah. checking, making sure everything's okay. I kept on calling like the instructors over. I'm like, hey, does this look right to you? Like, am I getting the, the lines put in the right places? And they're like, yeah, you're fine. Just pack it up. But yeah, there's, of course, there's been a few openings that I've had that have been real sketchy. So yeah. I, I, I guess I'm a little, little more hesitant on that than most people would be. It's probably better that you are. You know, I I would say being too safe is better than being not safe at all. Well, a lot of people are like the worst case scenario. You just have to cut away. <laughs> worst case scenario, your your parachute doesn't, you know, go <laughs> out and your your extra catches you because you yeah. have an extra, right? Yeah, you get two tries. Of it. Yeah, you get you get two tries. And was, like I've I've become complacent with a lot of different things that would freak normal people out. Like what when it comes to skydiving? Well, uh, one of the the pilot up there. He sometimes just flies to altitude with the door open, and because I'm a bigger dude, I have to sit on the seat ne- next to the door, and so I'm practically hanging out out of the door, climbing completely up to altitude sometimes. <laughs> that sounds awesome, actually. It was horrifying. On a sunset, dude, just a beautiful sight. You're looking out into the country, and you're like, this is nice. It was Which horrifying was nice. for the first few tries, and then on one of them he's like what's the worst thing that's gonna happen i was like you fall out i fall out and he's like yep and he just kept on flying and i was like (laughs) yep you'll be yeah you got a parachute on yeah yeah i remember what i wanted to say if you've heard bill burr you heard bill burr yeah yeah he has a he was telling a story about this guy and he was up on a helicopter ride and he'd just gone through a divorce Wife took everything, and the guy is, like, doing, he's doing, like, a helicopter tour of fucking L.A. or something, and he's like, if you look out, you're right, you know, you got, you got the, you got some river, and you got the bay right there, and then the dude that went through the divorce opens the door to the helicopter, and he jumps out, and, like, the, the guy that's, like, driving the helicopter is, like, trying to stop him, and he's like, no, no, don't go out, what are you doing, what the fuck are you doing, and he jumps out. Dude flies out of the helicopter, lands in water, and he survives. <laughs> so what you were saying where you were like, I want to do something dumb, but I don't want to survive, right? Yeah. That dude survived. He died later in the hospital, but he was alive when he landed in the water, man. <laughs> you imagine you're like flying through the air, free as a bird, just having, you're like, I'm, I'm going to leave this world Fuck my ex-wife. I'm done. I'm free of this. Let me just, Lord, take me now. And you just fucking, flash hit the water. <laughs> and you come back up. Ah! <laughs> just in <laughs> massive pain, total pain. Yeah, that was a, that's, see, if you do something, make sure it ends you. <laughs> if you're dumb, if you're going to be stupid about yeah. it. Anyways, I just wanted to bring that story up because that's one of the few stories I have with skydiving. <laughs> <laughs> it works. It works, man. Been fucking discovering buffalo, frozen buffalo. I thought that one had fur on it for some reason. I thought it was like a whole ass buffalo. That you uh, no, no, that would have been pretty wild though. What kind of other crazy shit can you find down there? Like, what what have you heard that people find? My mentors found native remains and like a whole bunch of artifacts and like native caves. bones. Yeah. Yeah, is he haunted for the rest of his life now? <laughs> I don't know. I should ask him that, shouldn't I? Because that's like the 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 common trope, you know. Yeah. It was like you find an ancient an ancient Indian burial ground, and you're haunted for the rest of your it's life. Cursed. You believe in ghosts? No, no. You don't believe in ghosts? No, I'm atheist. 
So it doesn't mean you can't believe in ghosts, man. I've never seen anything to contradict my... I want to believe so bad. Like, almost to the point where I think ghosts are like, we're not going to let you see us. I, I welcome it. Like if Yeah, if I'm, anything, I am so open for it. Like, give me something where I can be like... That's that's a ghost. That yeah. I want that's definitive proof. I would love that. But yeah. I'm all, it's just nothing's ever happened to me that I can't be like, Well that door's open. <laughs> you know, there was a breeze. That's that's it's, that's what happened. Exactly. I think people really chalk things up to their imagination and, and like blame it on ghosts way too often. And I think it's kind of an issue that people will remember things differently and remember it being worse than it actually was. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I just feel like I've never seen anything that would make me believe. And uh, you know what? I'm down. If you want, we can go and do a whole another one in a haunted house or some some mm-hmm. shit like that. We'll go. We'll go go into the Pocatello High School. Yeah, dude. I'll. I am down to go into the creepiest places. But there's a place in Vegas. It's uh. You're seeing Ghost Adventures. Yeah. You know Zach Baggins, the yeah. lead guy. He's got a house in Vegas, and he's got like. <clears throat> a bunch of uh, like shit that is haunted and like you have to sign a waiver when you enter the house and it's like well i'm not gonna sue you if i if i accidentally have something attached it to myself and i bring it back to my house and i was like i really want to go check that out that sounds fucking awesome and i was staying with a cousin and i was like i want to come over check out this haunted museum and he was like if you go there you can't stay at my house and I was like, bro, his son, nothing's going to happen. I'm talking like I'm bringing it back with me. And he was like, I, d- I just don't, I don't, you know, I'd rather not poke the bear was his ideas. And I get it. I understand. Whatever. You're, you got a new house. And then, you know, I don't want to bring a ghost into your house. But, like, that's a cool present to give somebody. Yeah. <laughs> it's You're a ghost. <laughs> you, have, you have, yeah, you have actual proof that there is something after death, man. That, like, there is, <laughs> there is, a, a, a like, a spiritual person living in your house. And yeah. he doesn't take up any room. He, all he does is every once in a while, he, like, knocks down, like, a glass. It's like having a cat. Like, it's <laughs> yeah, it's like having a cat. Exactly. That's that's a perfect way of putting it. It's like having a cat. What are you afraid of? Is it gonna kill you? Like, ooh. Yeah, it's not died. gonna kill you. If anything, it's just gonna like. Because I know ghosts are like notorious for making cold spots. They live in Vegas. Yeah. It's hot. Free air conditioning. <laughs> Free AC, bro. Are you kidding me? This yeah. Is, this sounds good. It's Let's a win-win. Go. Yeah, it's a win-win, and I don't. And then, like around the, around like the holidays when Halloween comes around, they're probably like the funnest house to go to. Exactly, because there's a ghost. You get you get the ghost throwing the kids through. The yeah, you get a ghost. It starts like it like kind of like, I don't know, grabs their neck or something, gives people chills. Yeah. Like, I think those are all good things. I'd say, honestly, that is a good housewarming present. Like I brought you this, I brought you this doll. And it's haunted. You can put it wherever you want. <laughs> but <laughs> your house is now haunted. Well, I actually had a uh, SKS. What's that? That was it's a it's a type of like Milliserp rifle. Oh, okay. Like it's a military. It was it was used like Cold War and just like there's tons of them that you can buy. And it was a suicide gun oh. that I had uh, for quite a long long time. Uh, and never had any weird shit happen with that. 
And just because of that, like, what more tragic of an object? <laughs> yeah, that's a really sad object, man. And so I was like, I, I've never had. In fact, if anything, the the experiences that I could have possibly even chalked up to paranormal gone away since I since I've had that rifle. Like, it has been smooth sailing. <laughs> It's like it hasn't even misfired. <laughs> no, no, well, actually, the the first day I had it, uh, I was I was cleaning it. Stupidest thing. No one no one should ever do what I did here. I stuck a couple of rounds in there so I could slide the bolt to make sure that the action was working. Mm-hmm. When I slid the bolt back and let go, it slammed the uh, round in and it fired off both rounds that I had in the <laughs> oh, magazine. Shit, dude. <laughs> that's not a good idea which led me to believe and one of my buddies we were talking about this guy probably didn't kill himself because the trigger sear was filed down he probably was just trying to mess with it to get the trigger to be a crisper break mm-hmm. or to uh be stupid and make it full auto and when he went to go and test it just like how i was doing put a couple rounds in there to check to make sure it was cycling mm-hmm. probably blew him blew his head off and like he wasn't meaning to. Yeah. Oh, dude, that would suck. Accidental suicide. And people think you just go down in history as like he was he was just sad. He was just really, really sad. Yeah. No one would have known. No and yeah, nobody, nobody how many of those, dude? I there's probably like fucked up to like talk about, but like how many people's actual suicides were like accidents and they were like people always like, He was so happy. Yeah, he was happy. Fucking patch of ice was right there, and then he just he died. You know, life t- tends to just take crazy ass fucking turns. Yeah, yeah exactly. Have, have you heard of a? Uh, you were just talking about haunted guns. Uh, <clears throat> uh, the Remington House. You heard like the Remington House? Yeah, I have. Where it's like the lady, she she made this crazy fucking house in like Georgia or something. Try to make different. Staircases, yeah, it's staircases that lead to nothing, doors that lead to the outside, and it's like, what the fuck is going? She was like, I'm haunted by the spirits of all the people that the guns we made took. It's like, shut the fuck up, <laughs> you're just crazy. Also, makes me wonder how many of these people, how many of these accounts that we have were just people that had like schizophrenia and were freaking out their kids and making them think they were seeing stuff too. It's gotta be anything pre like 1970. 1960. Anything pre 1960, because like 70s and 80s, there's a lot of serial killers, and it was because like there was lead and everything, and people were fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. That's why. If anybody wants to check that out, it's actually pretty interesting. Uh, like the reason it was like so crazy in those times, people were always like, "Oh, it was a good old times. It was, it was, it was the great days. You had disco and fucking rock and roll. There was also mass murder by random people that were killing everybody. You had Dahmer, Gacy, fucking Ramirez." All the heavy hitters were fucking active back then. You don't hear much about serial killers now, you know? None of, you don't have any... Not, I think it's harder to be a serial killer now. Yeah, well... <clears throat> too many cameras. Also, if you go and look up the countries that still uh, have heavy lead pollutants and still allow lead and fuel, and look up their, like, violent... Crimes, oh, my God. They still have lead and fuel? <laughs> countries. Venezuela is one of them. Still has lead and fuel. Dude, there's a dude from Venezuela that's killed, like... 200 kids, like boys. Yeah, if you look it up, they correlate nearly perfectly. Now, correlation, not causation. Yeah, but cool. still, there's a lot of studies. But still, it's like, come on. Yeah, and check that out. Showing that lead makes you extremely violent. And, you know, like, you, you know about you it. You see, so. like, old-timey medicine. 
where it was like Jeez. lithium <laughs> and like meth and cocaine. I mean, we were pretty much everybody was high. Yeah. Everybody was high in like the 20s and 30s. Everybody was fucking just off the rocker. Which blows my mind nowadays when people are so anti-drug and then they'll go home and take a couple Xanax and... A couple Xannies, exactly. Yeah, relax yeah. for the day. A couple Percocets, freaking whatever the sleeping pills are. Some of those sleeping pills are fucking Ambien. like... Ambien. Yeah. yeah, dude. Ambien. I don't... I've heard stories of people legitimately, they start sleepwalking and it's like they're completely awake. Like, their body is just acting. It's, like, on autopilot. And then they wake up, and they're like, did you, like, do you know what you did last night? Like, you you made a full meal. Like, you you cooked last night. And he's like, no, I don't remember any of that shit happening. Yeah, I've heard some crazy stories from that. I've, ha- I've had a few experiences. My mother used to, used to take that to sleep, and she's, there's been several times where, when I was a kid, she used to go and come into my room, take the blanket off of me, and then put it on, like, I had guinea pigs. She'd put it on their cage and just waltz it right out. Weirdest, <laughs> weirdest thing. You're just, you're just sitting there in the cold now. <laughs> no blank. You're yeah. like, God damn it. And this mom's over here fucking walking around. I've, I've, I've been told I sleepwalk, but it's one of those things where it's like, I don't believe you. You're just, you're just, you're just saying shit now. Now you're just saying shit. You're trying to get me, you're just trying to get me all in my head. I mean, I just recently found out I snore when I sleep, so... You do? Yeah. I've caught myself snoring before, so I know I snore. You ever, you ever like, uh, recorded yourself sleeping? It's like an app you can download, and it, like, it'll turn on when it senses that you do something. No, I haven't, actually. Like, if you moan, it'll record it. If you, like, if, if you snore, it'll record it. If you, like, take too long to breathe, it'll record it, and then it'll, like, track your sleep and how you sleep. It's pretty interesting stuff. <clears throat> most people, turns out most people don't sleep very well. That, that doesn't surprise me. I mean, I, I sleep like shit all the time, so. You sleep, I sleep on my stomach. Yeah? Yeah. I hear that's really bad for you. Face to, it is bad for you. It's awful for you. But it's, it's the only way I'm comfortable. It's weird. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, the only time I get a good night's rest is if I've done, like, some high adrenaline. Sports. How did you sleep after your first, like, jump? Like I was in a coma. I slept so good. Every single time I go skydiving, like, you shoot ropes afterwards, and you knock the fuck out. So <laughs> Shoot ropes out. <laughs> and try to stay awake. Nothing, nothing that puts the hair on your balls <laughs> like skydiving. Let me tell you. <laughs> uh, no, it's a... Uh, like, well, do you, now that you have that experience... Have you had the dreams where it feels like you're falling down? And you're like, this isn't what it feels like. Not you mention it. I haven't. No? No, not once. Hmm. Not since I started. Yeah, no. Interesting. I wonder I wonder what I wonder what's what's going on there. Now that your body's had that like experience. Now that it knows. My big dumb br- monkey brain thinks that's normal now. So Yeah. Cause like I've heard I don't know how true this is. I, I heard this a long time ago. Where it's like your brain your brain doesn't know what a car is. Like, you know what a car is, but when you're driving your car on the freeway and you see other cars passing by whizzing at 80 miles an hour, your brain doesn't comprehend that that's a car going 80 miles an hour. It just, it, it sees an object and it, it thinks it's like, it'll think it's like a deer or something, but it's like, it's not, it doesn't fully register that that car is going as fast as it's going. And if it were to hit you or like you touch it, it like it's just fucking game over. <clears throat> I can see that. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. I don't know. I've uh, I've also, of course, like 
and drive along. I'm like, oh, that's a nice Subaru or like, yeah, uh, no, like you know what a car is, right? Yeah, yeah. it's just uh, but your, your subconscious doesn't. Yeah, it's just it, it doesn't it doesn't like if you were to put some Aboriginal person from like Australia or a native per like a pygmy in a car going 80 miles an hour, he'd be like, what the fuck is going on right now? But is the like, are there still people out there? Yeah, dude, I bet you there's still people out there like that. Are you sure? But the problem would be like North Sentinel Island. Yeah, you're right. There's those guys. But how would you even, because you wouldn't be able to communicate with them at all about it either. Like, I, I, I'm sure you've daydreamed about bringing, like, George Washington to, the, our to, to the present time. Yeah. yeah. And, like, yep. showing him around, like, having him drop his mouth at every single thing you show him. Like, trying to picture, trying to explain our cell phones to him. I think phones would be the craziest one. This, this fucking little thing is, is insane. It's it's too it's too much power. I'd be like, hey George, you want to know what's what the weather's gonna be like in three days? Yeah, <laughs> he's like, what? The <laughs> I have I have every single song that's ever been created by humanity on this phone right here right now. Like, you want to learn how to make a pie? Yeah, that too. Don't even need a recipe, bro. You just look up a YouTube video. Oh, what is YouTube? It's a it's a site where everybody around the world can upload anything they want to, whether it's comedy or it's like a, an informative view <laughs> or it's it's bullshit. Anything you want to see naked chicks? Bam, got that too. You ain't never seen. You might be used to some shit, George, but man, you've never seen shit like this. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we've seen more titties. The amount of porn there is would blow. Oh, the founding fathers' minds up like yeah. away. We've Benjamin seen, Franken would fucking lose it. We've seen more titties than any of our ancestors combined. Oh my god, we have, haven't yeah. we? Yeah, dude, I had I've seen more titties by the time I was twelve than than like my grandpa did. Yeah, than both my grandpas <laughs> did. I saw more titties, dude. Holy shit! Wow, that's so. Why haven't I thought of that? <laughs> that's insane. <laughs> <clears throat> Wow. So what are you doing now, Brian? What are you what are you gonna do? What are you doing for like work? You still doing the what you were doing last year? Still doing tech and security work. Tech and security work still? Yeah. yeah. You like it still? Does it still have its it's so fruitful for you? Yeah, yeah, I'm still <coughs> loving it. It's kind of like it's just my it's just work. That's all it is. It's just work for you. Yeah. Now. Just waiting up for the weekends. I'm really wanting to uh kinda move towards uh, I'm I'm not quite sure. I'm I'm really trying to figure out how I could have more of a nomadic lifestyle in a way where I can I can have like a van that's converted, or I've been thinking about getting a Tab 500 trailer and a truck, mm-hmm. just traveling around the United States and just enjoying life because I I do all my work remotely. Well, those Sprinter vans, yeah, yeah, those are those are pretty cool. I've seen people do some pretty neat stuff with those, and it's only like forty grand. Yeah. Which like it sounds like a lot, but I mean, granted, you're buying. It's pretty much like buying a house and shit. Yeah, and you're getting <coughs> your your transportation, your house, all your electricity comes from solar or like charged up through different RV places. Like, and you can just get a little generator too. Yeah, all of your all of your utilities are practically taken care of. So the the monthly cost comes down to however much your payment is for the van. And you and need insurance. to survive. Well, what's what's so appealing about the nomadic for you? I just love traveling and I love seeing things and 
I hate being stagnant and stuck. And so being able to experience more and see more, just it's just really appealing to me. I just love the idea of uh, being able to meet new people and see new places and try out new things. Yeah. That's all That's all I want to do. I just want to experience life. I want How old are you? Life. I'm 24. 24? Yeah. <clears throat> it's a good age to do it, I feel. It's because I, 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 I've thought about that, too. And I, I mean, I'm 24, too, and... It's to that point where it's like I got a, I got a decent job. If I wanted to, I could just you could probably just you know buy a house, find find some girl, you know, live the rest of your life there, and, and then you'd probably be fine. You'd probably live a great life. But there's that little thing in you in the back of my head that's like, dude, you're 24, fucking enjoy it. Go do something. Yeah. Go go fucking learn something new. Go just go say fuck it. Take a week off. <clears throat> go across the United States. What's what's stopping me? You know, I don't yeah. got kids right now. I don't got I don't got any like actual responsibilities. It's it's weird how so many people just decide that they'll take the the traditional route of like, oh I'm sure, yeah I'm, I'm gonna get married, I'm gonna have kids, and I'm gonna I, I mean I'm gonna live the you know the car life. I've yeah. already been married once, so it's gonna be a while before I <laughs> do that shit. You're again. going through a midlife crisis, bro. Yeah, I'm, I'm quarter-life crisis. <laughs> yeah. Quarter crisis are real, though. Yeah. I've had that. I, 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 didn't, I guess I didn't have it, but, like, I've seen people go through it where they almost, their entire personality changes, and you're like, what just happened to you, man? It's almost for the better, though. I think, I feel, how many, I feel like, when I was in high school, I was a completely different person than what I am now. And I think in a couple of years... I already feel myself like metamorphos- metamorphosizing into somebody else. I know the person I am right now is not going to be who I am forever. Because, like, I want to get into a bunch of shit. I want to get into snowboarding and skiing this winter. That's what I want to do because I've never done that before. You should go out and I'll teach you. Fuck, dude, I want to go so fucking bad. I, bought, I just bought bibs. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go buy a jacket here in a couple of days, too. I don't know. what's. I don't know what's easier. I don't even care what's easier. I just want something, like, to do. I'm going to yeah. try to learn them both and see what, well, like, it fits better for me. I can teach you snowboarding. Yeah? You got that covered. Not that bad? Yeah. Not too bad. <clears throat> I feel like the first two times you go, it's going to be rough. Yeah, and like the third time you'll start. No, the first time sucks. The second time you kind of get the hang of it, and the third time is when you're like, "All right, yeah, I see it. I fucking get it." Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. It takes a few tries to get it, but twelve year old me was able to pick it up pretty quickly. So, I got bad knees. <laughs> so do I. Yeah, yeah. You make a perfect skydiver. Everyone, everyone who's skydived, <laughs> everyone's got bad knees. <laughs> got bad knees, and my shoulders got a bit of a tweak to it. Perfect. You'll fit it right in. That skydiving sounds fun. What's the closest place to go skydiving around here? You got skydive Ogden, and uh, which is way closer. But I always go to Caldwell just because I love everyone up there. It really feels like a second family up there. Yeah. How much is it? How much is it for like one jump? For tandem or like tandem? S- okay, tandem jumps up at Skydown. I think they're they are two fifteen. Two fifteen for one person. One person. That's not too bad. It's worth it. It's worth it, and then you you do that. But then the problem is that's a slippery slope because then next thing you know, you're ten grand in the hole. You're out. You <laughs> next thing you know, you're ten grand in the hole, and you can't wait to go back up. Yep, you're just sitting there dreaming about it. You're sitting there watching skydiving videos on YouTube while you're while you're working, and nothing nothing even comes close to the thrill. It's it. Would it's, you say you're obsessed? 
I could I could definitely say that. Yeah. 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 You said you're obsessed. Yeah. Hmm. Are you are you an obsessed like an obsessive person? I definitely feel like I have a problem of picking up hobbies for several months and then like dropping them. I do that too. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty bad. It's actually kind of a problem. <laughs> Cause I do so I do I do podcasting. Podcasting's it's like it's always been a hobby. But more and more people have like been coming up to me and they're like, Hey, we should like we wanna do something with you or like and I'm like this is like for fun. <laughs> I don't wanna like I don't want to turn this into a business because then it's like I have to come and do it because, like, when I come and do the podcast now, it's like I can come, I can come whenever I want to come in, you know, do it, not making any money or anything, but it's just for fun. I get to talk to people. That's really why I did it because I want to talk to people. But I, then I picked up jujitsu. Then I picked up. Uh, <clears throat> fuck, did I pick up? I picked up an old car and I wanted to work on an old car, and I've been doing that. And then, like, you sooner or later, you find yourself with like four things. And you're like, I don't know what to do today. <laughs> yeah. It becomes overwhelming. You get choice paralysis. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. I get, yeah. You get choice. And then you end up just watching anime on the couch for like half the day. Pretty much, yeah. And then you wake, then you're like, shit, I just wasted this entire fucking day doing nothing, man. Yeah, I've been getting into uh, remodeling, restoring motorcycles recently. Oh, nice. So that's been, it's been taking up a whole very large majority of my time like a road bike yeah i have actually my last two bikes that i i'm working on right now are dirt bikes oh it's two strokes uh they're no they're four strokes i actually picked them up they were like for super cheap i picked up one for uh a hundred bucks and i picked up the other one for like 300 bucks <laughs> that's really cheap yeah they're they were absolutely trashed when i got a hold of them and uh I, i've just been remodeling them getting new plastics on them Repainting them, de-rusting the whole entire frame, basically take them apart, yeah, put them back together, and uh, yeah, that's that's been that's been the thing that I've been working on recently. I didn't pick you for a grease monkey, man. Love it. I, I actually built a Miata ninety one. Oh shit, Miata, really? Miata, yeah, yeah, that's sick. I, I had uh, oh, I can't even remember. I think they're Flying Eagle like rods in them. I had the whole engine was built. That's badass. Uh, it was it was pushing. Uh, twenty two pounds of boost. <laughs> you got you. You had it some was, power, dude. <laughs> it was ludicrous. Unlike a car that weighs not even a what? What does it weigh? Like three hundred pounds? Less than two thousand pounds. <laughs> and and this one had no power steering, no like anti lock brakes, no no safety oh, features. There you wasn't just even, you felt the road. It was it was the it was the bare bones car and it, it didn't even have didn't have ac the heat hardly worked no airbags like the where the airbag would be on like the dashboard i just had a sticker that said uh no no airbags we die like men and you know <laughs> <laughs> that's worse than dude. pretty sure model t's had more like safety precautions oh, <laughs> at least, it, at least awesome. it didn't have a window you know you could just fly right through it I, oh i bet it was awesome oh, man i think that was that was really started getting me into like the adrenaline sports what made me like really like, i really could drive my car that. and i could die <laughs> yeah. and it wanted to kill you too it wanted to go it was just shaking and rattling it's like an old timey lady just like don't make me fucking go too fast you bastard and you're just <laughs> fucking gassing it you just hear the turbo spoof. yeah it was 
Oh, I, I really miss that car. But at the same time, I don't because it really was trying to kill me every single time I climbed into it. There's there's something about <clears throat> like flooring it and uh, spinning the tires in fourth gear. That really horrifying. <laughs> horrifying. <laughs> I don't know if it's horrifying, man. There's I think there's something to being a man, being being a, being of the male gender. And then just wanting to go fast. Yeah, yeah, no, I I totally agree with I you. Just, everybody just wants to go fast. Yeah, I mean, skydiving is a sausage fest. You aren't going to find many females <laughs> in that sport. <laughs> but that's a great first date, dude. Are you kidding me? If you're like, hey, what you want to go on a date? I'm going to go. Come here, come with me real quick, and then like, you're like we're going to go skydiving. You would be so surprised how many women refuse to like date a skydiver. You're gonna die. You look. I've done it two hundred times. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's practically impossible. And if I'm if I'm going if I'm going on dates, I'm not bringing up skydiving until like the second or third one, just because it freaks them out so much. And I, I like need to feel them out first and be like, mm. okay, like are they gonna, cool. Yeah, are they gonna like freak out on me about skydiving or is this something that they're gonna be chill with? It's also one of those things where you like you might geek out on them. Yeah, yeah. To, and uh, the bag, this dude's like way too into it. There goes four hours <laughs> talking about <laughs> skydiving. Yeah. No, I I couldn't. I, I want to do it. I would want to do it one day. Just, I don't know if that day would be like anytime soon. Maybe in the summer. Let's go to summer. Winter winter feels like it'd be really cold. I'll hook you up to my buddy, Mark. He'll, he'll jump out with you. <laughs> Technical difficulties. You know, happens. Yeah, solo operation here. You know, we're we're a, we're a mon pop podcast, and we don't <laughs> we're, we try to keep it as real as possible. And now we got your voice. Did, did did your shit sound a little weird? Uh, not to me. No. No. All right, I just got it. It's got to it's got to warm up. You know. So, with everything that you're doing now, and everything you've done in the past, I feel like the next logical step. Is like bull riding or like the running of the bulls. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I don't know, man. I don't know where you go from skydiving because like skydiving feels like scuba diving. I feel like like deep sea diving would be right up your alley. This year, mark my words, I'm getting into two. Going more of this, and if people are interested, like they can totally check it out. Like I'm not quite sure. The whole plan right now, but I, I swear I'm gonna I'm st- I'm gonna start posting actual videos about this. Been practicing up on my editing skills. I made a few decent videos, but mm-hmm. so just to get me going on it. But yeah, that's that's my goal. Start a channel, mm-hmm. extreme sports channel. Yeah, dude, I I don't know why, but I could I just I see you in a scuba suit exploring like deep sea caves. Uh, that's I'm totally down. To do <laughs> that's that. what I see but you doing. The thing is, <clears throat> diving is the most dangerous thing in this world. Like, if you go and look up the caving death records on the National Spological Society's website, every single one of them is cave diving. Like, every single person who dies caving is diving. Is cave diving. Yeah. It's dangerous. Like, Well, if you want the rush, Brian. Is that really a you rush? you got to be like, willing to take that fucking dive, man. Yeah, it's a <laughs> rush. You might die. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. I don't know. Maybe if I get got more into scuba diving and I was like... Yeah, that's the thing. It's pretty hard to get into scuba diving when you live in the mountains. Yeah. 
But isn't there a place uh, around here that actually teaches it? I thought ISU had a whole course on it. I think there might be a spot that teaches But you do it, like, in a pool. Yeah, but then... the same. And there's, like, another course that you can do where they'll actually take you out to American Falls because they have that dam that they built, and the old city was flooded. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they'll take you out there, and you can actually dive down, see all the buildings, and take pictures of them. I think I've heard of that. Have you? Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I know there's a course that you can there do might that. Be a, yeah, there might be something that you can do. I, I know that that can get a little hairy because you got to, like, check your pressure. If not, you can get the spins, and then they can, just, they can, go, they can go sideways fast. Yeah. Damn. All right, Brian. <clears throat> Thank you very much for coming on, man. Had a pleasure, pleasure talking to you. Coming back on, talking to us, talking to me about your adventures and caving and fucking now skydiving. Hopefully, one of these days. I know we said it last time too. I was like, dude, we gotta take me caving. Never did it. We're it was my go, bad. No, we're gonna, we're gonna go caving. We're gonna go skydiving. Yeah, we'll this gotta, summer we gotta do both. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I need to fill out my schedule with something other than jujitsu and podcasting, <clears throat> and working <laughs> on an El Camino. I need I need more hobbies. <laughs> Which is a problem Alright man If you got anything Anything for the folks to, to to know about This is the time Tell them Fucking Microphone's yours Brian Everyone try out skydiving Like seriously You're gonna You're gonna love it If you see me up there At the drop zone Say hi I'll, I'll go up with you I'll jump out with you too we, I'll wave at you And flip you off On the way down So <laughs> Perfect Yep Alright Love you everybody Mwah. Thank you again to everybody that made the daily has made the daily time ticket possible. Uh, quick little announcement here at the end. I don't know how many of you actually listened to the very very end, and those of you that do, fucking thank you, man. Shout out to you. You're you're a you're a true you're a true homie, true OG, and uh, hopefully your day is going awesome. Sorry about it cutting in and out. The software was just acting all types of weird today. And uh, big announcement: we only have. Uh, after this episode, let me see, what are we on, like 84? Yeah, I think I'm on 84 now. Yeah, this is so this is 84. There is only going to be 16 episodes left of the Daily Time Ticket. So we're, uh, we're wrapping it up, you know, and uh, I just want to thank everybody so far that we, for the journey we've been on these last two years have been awesome. I met some awesome people. I've got to talk to some really interesting and cool people. And, uh, you know, the day time ticket is, is doing exactly what I wanted it to do. And that's to allow me to meet interesting people. And, uh, hopefully, hopefully we make these last 16 as, as fun as the first 16 were, or as, as fun as all 84 have been. So I just want to say, you know, Thank you to everybody that's that's listened. Uh, we may or may not keep going, but as of right now, just because uh, with school and work and 
uh, just a, a factor, a slew of other things. I, I think we the the after episode one hundred, we may or, I may or may not be taking a we might be be taking a sabbatical. Daytime Jake is not dead. The host just has to take a a quick little fucking one twosie. You know what I mean? Anyways, uh, thank you everybody. Thank you, the famous Juan Jose, for the intro and outro music. I don't say it enough. Thank you for. My cousin from Vegas, Mythic Apex. Thank you for the logo for all the episodes. Uh, Have a good one, you fucks. Love you.